in the kingdom of God, we get the privilege of being able to sow seed in the form of money. But sometimes it can be a little confusing about what's ours to keep and what do we get to give away. So in this video, I'm going to share a beautiful verse from 2 Corinthians where God explains to us exactly what is ours to keep and what's to get given away. Hi there, I'm Lisa Vandenberg from Salt Solutions Coaching where we love empowering the 2.0 version of you. On this channel, we share stories, tips and tools on how to walk and talk with Jesus every day so that our lives get to look just like his did on earth. So if you're new here, consider subscribing and liking this channel. We love spreading good news of the gospel around the world. So I was taking communion over uh, Kingdom Finances this morning, just saying, Lord, okay, will you explain a little bit more to me? It's a fascinating subject to go into with him because his thinking about provision and finances and money is so different to the way we think in the world, right? And let's all be honest, depending on the bank account balance or who owes us what or what we have to pay, our thinking can be pretty dictated by fear sometimes. It can be dictated by, oh, uh, I don't see enough, so where is more coming from? And so getting kingdom point of view, getting God's point of view on provision, on finances, on money is absolutely key. So as I was taking communion this morning, I said, Lord, I'd love to know more about how I get to give, what that looks like. Because we're all in this process of being transformed by the renewing of our minds to be able to freely and joyfully give whatever God asks us to. And it's often more than we think it should be, right? But we get to agree with him because his ways are just magnificent. So he led me to this verse in 2 Corinthians 9:10, and I'm going to read it from the New International Version. And it says, Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, key difference there, will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. Ah, so let's read that again. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now he who supplies seed to the sower, God, supplies our seed to enable us to sow. And bread for food, still God, provides bread for food, right? That same one will also supply and increase our store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of our righteousness. So as we use money and provision according to the way God wants us to, when we tithe our 10%, when we give and we look after widows and orphans, when we sow with a joyful and cheerful heart, God is the one that will provide not only the seed to be able to sow, but also the bread that we get to eat, what we get to keep for our family. And as we do that with a pure heart and before him, then he is the one that will supply and increase the supply of our seed and the harvest that we get. <laughs> it's just the most magnificent way to live, right? So I said to Lord, okay, Lord, what does that practically look like? How do I know what is mine to keep? Because we can often dictate how much is ours to keep by, first of all, our needs. What is the mortgage? What's the school fees? You know, what are the, the car payment? What are the things that we have to pay? And we think, okay, this is what I have to keep because these are my expenses. And then we add on to that the things we want. Some of the, you know, maybe we go out to dinner twice a month, or we go to the movies, or we get some new clothes. We add on to that the things that we want. And then typically what's left over, we then think about where we can sow, right? And even then we'll wait until we're prompted by God to do so. Well, what if we actually get to follow the advice in the Bible and flip that on its head? What if, as our provision comes in, 
first, our first thought is, Lord, thank you that we get to give the 10%, give our tithe. And I encourage you to go and uh, learn some lessons on that, read about that in Malachi 3, um, and just get that squared away because it's a beautiful, beautiful provision that God gives us. And so once that 10% is gone, then we think of what's left. What if we actually looked at that 90% and went, Lord, what is mine to keep and what do I get to sow? <laughs> right? Because what is mine to keep looks like us going, God, you are the one that provides. You are the one that knows everything we need. You're the one that knows how you'd like us to live. Um, what's coming up in the month that we don't know of. He's the one. And when we, when we look at it from that point of view, then we're seeing the provision that God's given us now as a gift from our Father who loves us. Right? Then we realize that whatever that percentage is, however much He says, the rest, we get to then come to Him again and say, God, where do you need this to go? Where do you need to sow into somebody's life? Where do you need to pay into somebody's rent? Or where do, where do we get to go and buy groceries for somebody? Or where do we get to go and pay off some school fees? Or whatever it is that he leads us to do. Where do we get to sow this? Because the principles of the kingdom are that as we sow that seed with a cheerful heart, delighted to give it, a 30, 60, and 100-fold harvest of return will come back. And that literally means that as we sow, God will cause multiple, multiple ways of blessing to come back to us. So I said to him the one day, Lord, will you show me how to break, how to get multiple streams of income, right? This is a catchphrase we hear often. And God said to me, why would you want to restrict me to that? And I thought I was thinking out of the box, right? I'm not, what do you mean restricting you to that? I was, I was thinking of multiple ways for income to come in. And he said, Lisa, income is a way for you to swap money for goods or money for services. And so that restricts me to only two ways to be able to bring that to you, right? How about you ask me for multiple streams of provision instead? Because when you ask me for provision, it completely takes, the, takes me out of the box and I'm able to bring you provision in any which way I choose, right? <laughs> And this can look like somebody giving you money. It can mean discounts on something you buy. It can look like um, gifts that people give. It can, it can look in so many different ways. Somebody helping you to do something, sharing rides with people. So many ways that God can use love and use his, his innovative ways of doing things to be able to bring provision into your life. That does not look like swapping money for goods or services, right? So as you're investigating this, this is just the tiny tip of the iceberg of the beauty of the kingdom of God and provision. I just want you to go away and look at this verse. Take 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10. Look at it in different versions and pack it with the Lord. Sit with the Lord and go, Lord, will you show me how to operate in money and finances and provision the way you see it. I no longer want to be tied down by my balance in my bank account or who says I owe them what or tied into debt. God, I want to be operating the way you want to be operating. So, so good. So there is a downloadable PDF with just some questions for your journaling time that really helps this teaching to go deep. There's something about hearing something 
it goes way deeper when you actually take action, answer some questions and journal this through with the Lord. So download the, the PDF beneath this. And then why don't you comment below? Let us know what this has meant to you. What has God shown you about finances? What happens when you sit with him for a little while? Let us know in the comments below because it's just so encouraging for everyone that will watch this video. So as always, Jesus is inviting you on an adventure today. Will you accept? Look at the links below this video. Come and book a coaching session with us. Come and, and access the resources that we've got available because there is something so beautiful about going through each and every day with Jesus and living the abundant life that he paid for you to live. Bless you, bless you, bless you. And I will see you next time.